On this week's episode of Third Party Control Podcast, we talk about MLB The Show 22 for the Xbox Series X and PS5. We also discuss Dawn of the Monsters. Max Payne 1 and 2 is being remade by Remedy Games. And we discuss the stigma of free-to-play games. What makes it so bad? Find out on this week's episode of Third Party Control Podcast. Let's get it going. Welcome to Third Party Control Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse P.S. Libra with... Beto Esparza. And... Dormers. Welcome, everyone, to another week of Third Party Control Podcast. It's the podcast you come to for all the tips, tricks, all the good stuff, and yes, tips and tricks. I'm bringing it back because last week, Bethel and Joe gave tips and tricks for men. So if you... This is the number one podcast for men tips and tricks, okay? That's what it is. Welcome back. Did we? Yeah, you did... Yes, how do you, how easily you forget, Joe, that your wisdom helped out people in their leagues. You're helping people. People tune in to hear the men conversation. They tune Ironically. in to see. Oh, but actually, get into that. Who won in the? Who won in your guys's Madden match? Which you guys didn't oh, tell me uh, when you streamed it. You dumb bitches. We didn't, but I will go on to say that that was probably the fucking best game we've ever played against each other. It was really good. Like how I lost. Bethel, how Bethel did Bethel won, win? I, I wasn't even. I wasn't even. Wait, say uh, it again. Say it again. Sorry, sorry. I think we missed it. No, Bethel won, but I wasn't oh. even uh, trying. I couldn't even be mad. No, no, I couldn't be mad because it was such a fucking good game. Yeah, like, it was. Yeah, it was like compared to all the other bullshit that we've had to go through in the game. <laughs> like as of late, it was actually pretty, pretty bullshit free. Yeah. Outside of the minor shit. Yeah. It was just. It was such a fucking good game. Like good, uh, good play calling. Good, like, like. Ball placement, whether passing, like I was like, ball fuck, placement we're throwing, was important. We were throwing dots. Mm-hmm. Huh? We were throwing fucking dots. Yeah, dude, it was fucking. Yeah, it was. It was back and forth. It was like it was, it was so much fun. Like I, like like you said, if I would have lost, I would have been cool with it because it's like more, the the more fun game that I've that I've had. And not against you, just against anybody recently. Yes. So it was but, a lot of fun playing that shit. So. What? It's such a long time since we played each other too. So yeah. It was, even added to it, it was like, oh shit. Yeah. Like we both, I think we both used the same playbook, and it was it was clear both of us are like, fuck, we're both really good with this playbook. Yeah. <laughs> what made it better? Do you think what made it good was because you guys know each other? Do you think it's that you guys kind of know your play style in a way, or what? What Not was really it? like? We haven't played in this Madden, I think, ever. So mm. like, it, I mean, styles change. But it was just very competitive. We were back and forth. I mean, we were using the same playbook, like I said, the offensive playbook. So we kind of like there's a couple of plays. Did you know that? What like oh, he's, it looks like he's gonna play this play. Did you? Yeah, uh, yeah, was, yeah. I knew some of the plays that you were playing. Oh, that's my play too. Like, but a lot of times when you did, when when you you would read it in both ways, like it would we would both read it, and we would be like, yep, they're covering, they're covering who I want to go to. But yeah. we we're so good with the playbooks, we knew our our. our our, our backup options we yeah. had our second and third read so it was like fuck it's like yeah we know it wasn't like we didn't know these plays yeah in fact, both of us ended up at the end of the game we're like like stealing each other's plays we're like yeah I'm gonna use that one because <laughs> yeah. you had one too where I'm like I'm gonna start using that one too which one the mesh yeah no no the the mesh I like yeah but it was the other one that you kept getting on like on those third downs where you had that little hitch oh yeah the comeback right the really one fucking good from I yeah, formation was really good yeah I love that play 
But then I think you liked the, uh, which one was it? It was that play action one, huh? It's like a, uh, I can't remember which one. There's a couple of them. I play like I play a mesh. You uh, either, but the one I remember the one you were like you you uh, you used the one that I used. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, you're like I would use that one. That's a really good fucking play. Yeah, I, I started using that one too. It's like a sweet a slide. Yeah. Yeah. It was really uh, it, it was back and forth, and it was like any time he held me, I would hold him. And then he would score, and then I would score, and then it went down to the last uh, couple of minutes with him up by three, yeah. and then uh, uh, I was driving, and then uh, and then he just he got a a, a sack, uh, uh, well a fumble, and he took it back for a touchdown. So that was pretty much game. Yeah. But I was like, oh fuck! I was like, oh what a fucking game. Yeah, it would have been cool to stream that. Should stream that. Those are the kind of games that make you. Yeah, why didn't you Madden. stream that? Mm-hmm. You usually stream that. Those are the games that. Like when you get games like that, that's what makes it fun. Those are the like there, there's a lot of bullshit to deal with in, with Madden, a lot of bad stuff that goes on. But like, we have a game like that, you're like, fuck, man, they can really make this. This can be really fun without a lot of bullshit. Yeah. You know, so so yeah, every so often, you know, nah, I'm not, I don't want to say it doesn't ever happen, but like, yeah, you get really really good games. Where you're like, fuck, this is a really good game. Yeah. I love these games. Those are the ones that I don't. I don't mind losing. Winning or losing doesn't even matter. It's just like I had just. I just fucking lost an hour of time, and it was fun as shit. Yeah. But yeah, as you can tell, uh, we are. Uh, it's a hot California day. Really hot. Uh, really hot. My balls is hot. So Joe was like, "You guys ain't coming over because if it's all of us in there, it's too hot, and we're gonna be sweaty. And when that happens, we have to undress. And you know, I mean, sometimes when it's too hot, you gotta get out of the kitchen. Yeah, you gotta get out of the kitchen. Would have been really unenjoyable. It would have been. You guys would have been really hot. I mean, Joe's already there, so it's pretty hot already, right, Joe? It's hot enough. Uh-huh. Not all the monsters in the world would have been able to cool Joe down. We would have got heat stroke. Yep. We would have st- by stroking him. Yeah. So. You know, I miss you, Joe. I could see you, but Ugh. I miss you. So let's get to it. Hey, champion. What's up, fool? <laughs> MLB the show came out this week. Uh, the baseball season has started uh, yesterday, Thursday. Um, April 7th. Dodgers played today. Yeah, and they won. Mm-hmm. Um, when was the Rockies? So not that good. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, yeah, that's all I've been playing, really. Uh, other than Madden, I played a good amount of MLB The Show. I played probably when I, I downloaded it whenever it came out. I think it was on Tuesday. Yeah. The following day, I played it. And I was like, damn, I'm not really liking this. I don't know. And it was, it was it's just something that I had to just get used to. Because I haven't played in like maybe six months, mm-hmm. or since whenever the, the baseball season started ended, like in November, late or early November, late October. Uh, but uh, going through it, uh, I always start off as the, my creative character. I create a character, play road to the show. Start yeah. When it first comes out, it yeah. might be the show. Mm-hmm. I always start with a creative character, road to the show. I always get a team that I fucking do not like. Like a couple of years ago, I, I got the. Uh, uh, I got drafted by the Giants, uh-huh. which is a, a Dodgers rival. Oh, so it's just it. random. Like yeah. you create your character, and it's people bidding on yeah. you. So, so basically, you, you can you can pretty much 
you can pick who you want to go to, but I'd rather just get picked. Uh, but sometimes it backfires, and I got picked by the Giants a couple years ago. This year, I got picked by the Houston Astros. So I'm just like, yeah, let's start over again. Got another <laughs> one. I'm I'm with the Rockies now, which is a rival with the Dodgers too. Uh-huh. But they're not really a threat. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so I started playing through it, and it's it's hard, dude. Just trying to get back into it because uh, very ironic. What? You, of all people. What? We're chosen by the Astros. <laughs> what do you mean? We just had a competitive game, Joe. How was there cheating in that? Um, I'm referencing more of your past. My past? I, I don't cheat. Um, but uh, just going through, like, uh, it's it's fucking hard just trying to get, trying to swing, just trying to get hits, really. Uh, it's something that you got to just relearn, I, I guess, because uh, um, I was having trouble when I first started it. But now I'm getting a little bit more used to it. I'm still not very good. Uh, but I am uh, uh, able to hit the ball a little bit better, um, and I uh, just just been playing that. It's it's like Madden, but it's the same game, but they actually do it well to where I want to play it. Like mm-hmm. want to keep playing it by myself. Yeah. Like I don't need to play it uh, against uh, somebody online or in a in a league. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm okay with just playing it by myself because it's that's it's good enough. Uh, yeah. It's also I mean you don't you don't control. It's not. It's not 11 on 11. It's just like pretty much you throw in the ball, you hit it, mm-hmm. and you feel that you control one player at a time. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Madden, I mean, you can't control everybody, but it's it's a lot harder to, uh, I guess, to make a football game than yeah. it is to make a baseball game. But still, they managed to make a great baseball game, and I enjoy it. Uh, I will more than likely be playing this a lot this yeah? season again. Uh, Why is that? It's just You sound surprised when you say that. Not well, surprised, but like... Like it's inevitable. Why is it inevitable? I just love baseball. Oh, okay. And I mean, I love the, the show. It's a great show. And I I got it for thirty thirty two dollars because uh-huh. I got the game pass for yeah. three months. So, um, now was there any moment where it's like, oh, I could, did, did you forget you were playing it on the PS five? Did it just feel the same way? It felt a little. Did weird you at like first. something about it that it felt a little different on X uh, or PlayStation? Meaning control wise, is does it feel anything? Uh, just at first, it just felt like the button placement was a little weird. It's all the same exact buttons, just the analogs, really. But it's not—it's nothing drastic. Mm-hmm. Um, it uh, it does feel weird. Like, oh damn, I'm playing this this game, a Sony game on 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 a on an Xbox. That's pretty mm-hmm. much like really yeah. the only weird thing. But for the most part, it's a pretty same same game. Maybe not. No, I don't. I don't know if there is haptic feedback in there. I think there is. In uh, uh, did show. you get it last year on PS5? I don't think there is. Wait, did there? Was there? No, there's no? Not. there wasn't back then. I don't know if there is now, but oh, okay. but uh, you have less of an experience if there is haptic feedback. It's uh, all right. It's I got, got you could have felt those messed up. That's okay. Um, but yeah, that's all I've been playing really. Just MLB the show, a little bit of Madden, a uh, tiny tiny bit of Elden Ring. Uh, it's slowing down. I'm not bored with it. It's just that I'm not playing it as much. Well, you got uh, MOB came out. Yeah, exactly. It's destiny yeah. by time. Um, be be a true hardcore gamer and play both at the same time. All right, I'll do that. You can do that. You have a PS5 and you're playing on the Xbox. Yeah. Was it weird that the Sony logo popped up? It was kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, it's all been playing. Just that. Looking forward to playing it some more. How about you, Joe? What's up, fool? 
not a whole lot. Not, not much going on um, outside of Madden this week. I uh, I did play a little bit more of um, uh, Gardens of the Galaxy, but not enough to really like you know go in depth and, and say that I, I got any further, like a whole lot further. Um, it was a pretty chill week honestly like other than our, our game that we talked about and a couple of others you know I watched Wrestlemania last weekend and I have to say uh, at least the first night was pretty fucking good mm. I generally don't really care for WWE anymore but like night one was like had that just been the only like uh, it was it was so good that I was already like after night one I was like yeah there's no way night two is gonna be <laughs> yeah anywhere near as good yeah like uh I'm a very big uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin fan from back in the day and the fact that he came back and wrestled a match and like but didn't do one of those like short two minute matches he like actually like 13 minutes him and and, uh, and, uh, and uh, Kevin Owens like worked I was like holy fuck like it was a brawl cause you could tell like he's 57 years old so like you're like holy fuck he's old now but it was still really really cool yeah. like, it was so fucking cool and uh yeah it was actually I was actually like I generally now kind of shit on WWE cause I really don't care for a lot of what they do but like overall I was like fuck this was a really good WrestleMania I wish they could keep up this kind of uh good good shit going on although I know that they won't no so uh, yeah that was another big thing that I watched and uh, now that's pretty much it Jesse what's up I picked up Dawn of the Monsters on the Nintendo Switch but it's available on I think every other console uh, it's basically a kaiju beat em up with characters based on Neon Genesis Evangelion Godzilla Ultraman and I streamed it, and it was fun. It's your basic. It's just a basic beat 'em up, but it has a mixture of um. Was it that one uh, that you liked the SNK game? I forget what it was called. Was it War of the Monsters, the King of the Monsters. Oh, well, King of the Monsters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, War of the Monsters was the PS2 game, okay, but that yeah. one was that one was cool. I really liked. I, I liked it. I had fun. I streamed it. I enjoyed it. Nothing. It doesn't do anything different or new, but I liked how it kind of combined different things if like you're a huge giant monster kaiju fan you you have a little bit of everything in in the gameplay and some characters are a bit stronger a bit faster or a bit slower but you get better like attacks and stuff uh so far what i played i played like a good probably like 40 minutes on it uh, it was neat i enjoyed it a uh, cool uh, game by way forward I get is that considered indie or just like a little side game like an arcade I always feel like I want to call them like an Xbox Live Arcade but Xbox Live Arcade is not around anymore really right it's just Xbox Live but it feels like one of those oh X, you know a cool yeah. Xbox Live Arcade game but it's not an Xbox Live Arcade game but like you know just I guess indie I don't know yeah. I don't know what to really call them because it's not really indie I don't think it's indie indie but anyway something else I played I got my Virtual Boy back because I got it repaired to fix the the lenses on there, and one of them wasn't working right. So I got it back after they repaired it again, and everything works fine. So I was able to play uh, a lot of Virtual Boy games, and I bought a ROM cart 
that lets me play different types of virtual, you know, virtual boy games. And I played one called Jack Bros. And it was a game. It's a game based on character summons from the Fantastic Atlas games of Shin Megami Tensei and Persona. So little Jack Frost characters or Jack and Lantern or whatever. Yeah. And it's basically I forget what you call it, but like kind of like a shoot 'em up, but more of a level based one where you go around, collect keys, kill enemies, uh, lower and go under levels. So there's like level one on top, then you go down two, three four and when you get to the bottom of the level you fight a boss and it's basically just kind of like a little like I guess a, a kind of like I guess I forget a rail shooter in a way but anyway a uh, really cool game if I was gonna try to find that game on its own and buy it myself I would have spent four hundred dollars so virtual boy games are super expensive but that game was actually pretty really cool so the games I've been able to download uh, for virtual boy and play them there's some really cool games like Telero Boxer, which is like a boxing game. It's basically a spiritual successor to Punch Out, but a different thing where it's basically like a what's your fa- what's that movie Joe that you like um, with Hugh Jackman? Real Steel. Real Steel. So think Real Steel, but with gameplay of Punch Out, but with a little bit more added stuff where you kind of have to. It's hard to explain. Like the the controller of the Virtual Boy is two D pads on the left and right, and then two buttons. And you're basically using the D pads and the little triggers that it has for punches. But you're using the D pads completely uh, down, left, right, up to do like really precise, not per super precise moves, but you have more kind of flexibility where you have the simple like left, right, up, down for punch out. This is like you still have that. But it's kind of hard to explain. Like, there's a little bit more. The boxers will do different swings instead of like uppercut, you know, jab. There's more to it. So you kind of, you know, and the 3D effect to it with Virtual Boy is really nice, really cool, really fun. And it's got a nice quirky little um, fun style that once you defeat the 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 robot, basically they're not in the robot. I guess yeah, it's like Real Steel where they're they're controlling it from the ring. And once the robot dies, you see the guy just standing there, and it's like uh-huh. a little wimpy dude, like kind of like oh, oh wait, shit. I heard of this, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's actually it's really cool. There's a lot of cool games, and there's a lot of there's a lot of fan games uh, for the Virtual Boy, and some people have done like F Zero type of games, like oh, if F Zero ever came out, this is how it would look on there. I tried to get like a Mario one that they had, but with no luck of it working, I might have gotten the wrong one. But uh, even even some of the games, I pretty much have the whole library of Virtual Boy. So I've tried a few games. Virtual Boy is a cool system. Uh, is it worth getting now? No. But if you just want something weird and just to say, I got a Virtual Boy, I got a Virtual Boy, just so I could say I have a Virtual Boy. But I like it. It's cool. Can oh, it- Street Fighter. Uh, they call it hyper fighting on there, and it's Street Fighter, and it's actually really cool. Um. It doesn't control horribly, but you're like, oh, man, I kind of want my, my three buttons or yeah. my six buttons. And it's got a nice D-pad, but, you know, fight stick. I'm just used to fight sticks and stuff. Yeah. But what were you saying? Uh, can, if the Switch, would, would they ever, Nintendo would ever be able to make those games, port them over to a Switch using, like, the Labo? Okay, so I got the Labo VR thing. Yeah. And, like, or it's something a cool, like the Labo. Like, okay, you know how... A lot of people say this, and you guys like to say this too, and I never disagree with you guys, 
But there's a lot of stuff where you guys like go, Nintendo, that's a gimmick, yeah. right? I would say Labo and the VR Labo, that's like for real gimmick. Like yeah. this, this is like, it's cool. Like, oh man, this is awesome. But nothing like, you don't want to play that for more than 15 minutes until you kind of take your head out of the virtual boy. You know, like you really want to only play 15 minutes, stop for a little bit, then continue. Because yeah. it's not, the, that whole red blasting in your eyes isn't really good for you. Labo VR, you're just gonna get a headache within like five minutes. Like, it, just looking around, right? It, it's looking more of an around, yeah. Thing. It's more of an experience. That's all yeah. it is. It's literally like, oh, cool. I'm gonna check this out for two minutes. So even if they're like, hey, if you have the Labo, we got all Virtual Boy games in there. I'd be like, nope, no. I'd rather deal with the, the regular one than than use that Labo thing. Um, but oh. like the best, the best console they could have put Virtual Boy games on was 3DS, but they never did. Why? I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, you don't really need the, that screen or the headset. You just you could just port them over, right? What do you mean? For the the Virtual Boy, the games you could just port yeah, them over yeah, and just you, get the green, you can red just, screen. You can just port them over, but some of the games like Teleroboxer, for sure, Teleroboxer, uh, Wario Land, Virtual Boy Wario Land, like those are really cool with the 3D. Yeah. Because in Virtual Boy Wario Land, you you, oh, yeah, you go, go to the other it. side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Teleroboxer, Boxer, the punches again. It's not like full VR oh. where you're like, oh yeah, you're not like moving. <laughs> but it's a, it, it's like if there were games to really show off the Virtual Boy, Teleroboxer, Boxer, and basically it's two. What's it Tele called? Box, Telero Boxer. Telero. Telero Boxer. Yeah. I think so. I don't. I wasn't sure. What I got. I bought a. I bought a book. Uh, I got a cool book called uh, Virtual Boy Works. Uh, Mr. Jeremy Parrish from originally oh, nice. from One Up. Yeah. OneUp.com, and he's a uh, he's on GameSpite. Uh, he does a Retronauts podcast. He did a whole uh, Virtual Boy book, That's so cool. it explains everything, all the titles, uh, and yeah, Teleroboxer. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of there's a lot of great games, but for me, those two, those two, and Mario Clash is pretty cool too. There are some really cool things for the Virtual Boy, but um, I would do if anything, I would I would say. I would say that it should have been on 3DS. Wario Land and Teleroboxer for sure should have been there. Even if they only released two. Yeah. I would have been like, those are cool. And like Mario Clash. Like, just release your games. That's cool. Like, them getting the Atlas Jack Bros on there. If it cost them too much, I think that would have been cool to have that there too. I think that shows it off. But I would get it if they wouldn't want to spend the money for the rights or whatever. I think Nintendo would have wanted to spend money on porting them over and having the... Well, they would have to make an emulator. Yeah. Like we were talking about last week, they have to make an emulator, one that runs on there, but at the same time, that it's not like, hey, it's going to take us six months to make it. Sometimes it could take them longer uh, or maybe quick. Maybe it could, they could be quick. It's all about investing the time and the money, and some companies don't want to do that, and that sucks. But, yeah, whatever. Uh, but yeah, no, Virtual Virtual Boy. Uh, I would say, hey, I recommend playing them, but you would have to buy Virtual Boy and the games. And with what? Look, I don't even want to say what I spent on my Virtual Boy. Not only to buy it, but to repair it because the, the, eye, the eye lenses will go out no matter what. Uh, and also getting that ROM cart for it. I didn't spend as much money... As I would have now, trying to get a Virtual Boy and everything else, but it's still money. Now, could it be the price of a PlayStation Five that I spent? I'm not saying. <laughs> could it been the price of a PS Five and an Xbox Series X? I ain't saying it's that much. Is it possible? It could be, 
but I'm not gonna say. All I'm saying is, it's expensive. I, I, it's expensive, and I bought a Virtual Boy just to say, "Hey, ladies, I have a Virtual Boy." <laughs> DM me. Um, but yeah, Virtual Boy. I would say, uh, play it, try it out. But you can't. Sorry, but it's really cool if you got one. Well, actually, Bethel, you tried it. What do you think of it? I know you tried a bit of it. Uh, yeah, I like the Wario. What's it called? Wario Woods. Wario Land. Uh, Wario Land. Yeah, the Wario game is really fun. It's I like I like what they did with like the depth of the game, where you can just uh, play in the background, back of the the uh, the world. So that's really the one I remember the most. Because mm-hmm. I was really it. It just looked really neat uh, that they were able to to uh, add depth to the to that game. The true game you really want to play on it is uh, Waterworld, which I haven't. I'm saving that. Is it Waterworld? Like, it's a Waterworld game, <laughs> and I think that might be one of the second or third most expensive games on there, even though it's a piece of shit. I hear, but hey, I can still try it though. But yeah, uh, Virtual Boy's cool. So that Done of the Monsters, Virtual Boy, yeah, and I'm also testing the Virtual Boy too to see if it goes out again or not. Not goes out, but doesn't really work as well. But yeah. Alright, uh, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back, so see you in a bit. Rockstar Games has announced they will be remaking Max Payne and Max Payne 2, The Fall of Max Payne. In a surprise announcement, Remedy will work with Rockstar under a new publishing agreement to remake the first two Max Payne games for PC, PlayStation 5, and Xbox Series X and S. Remedy will handle development while Rockstar will finance the project, which will be in the line with a typical Remedy AAA game production. The Max Payne remake will also be developed on Remedy's Northlight game engine, the same engine used to develop Control and the upcoming Alan Wake 2. The original Max Payne games were also a result of a partnership between Remedy and Rockstar, with Remedy handling development and Rockstar Games publishing. Rockstar also handled the development of Max Payne 3. We were thrilled when our longtime friends at Remedy approached us about remaking the original Max Payne games, said Rockstar founder Sam Hauser. We are massive fans of the work the Remedy team has created over the years, and we can't wait to play with these new versions. Remedy CEO Taro Vitala added, Max Payne has always held a special place in our hearts of everyone at Remedy, and we know that millions of fans worldwide feel the same. Vitala added that the team is excited to bring the story, action, and atmosphere of the original Max Payne games back to players in new ways. The project is sounding like a full remake given that it will be developed on Remedy's newest engine and will have a matching AAA budget. It's tantalizing to imagine the original Max Payne games built using the same engine as Control and Alan Wake. Remedy has had a successful run as of late with Game of the Year 2019 winner Control and a new partnership with Epic Games for Alan Wake 2. Now Remedy will return to another beloved franchise with Max Payne Remake. Beto, Joe, what do you guys think? It's cool. Um, I mean... I think it's pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, Yeah, I mean... You know, I say a lot of things about when it comes to like re. Well, I usually talk about remastered games, but even remade games, you're like, okay, like there are certain games that deserve 
you know that that you when you talk about it and you go like hey what if they remade this and you go like oh shit like mm-hmm. you know today's technology with what they have going on how it would be really really cool and i think max Payne one and two um fit that bill you know easily fit that bill it's been a long time since you know uh, those games have been out uh, <clears throat> that was like xbox and ps2 or like st- like era right yeah, uh, Xbox, yeah. PS2, and it was PC, and of course it played better on PC than Xbox, yeah. than PS2. So having this game remade with, you know, newer uh, tech available and a new engine is going to be very, very cool. And you know what? You never know what this can lead to. Like, I know opinions are very polarizing, or, or uh, the, it's a polarized opinion on uh, Max Payne 3 which wasn't done by Remedy. Mm-hmm. But uh, who knows? This could lead to an all-new... You never know. Like, you know. That, dude, that was my one thing was just them going like, okay, they sell well, and they're like, all right, oh, can we do our version of Max Payne 3? They wouldn't even call it Max Payne 3. You know what I mean? Like, they'll just call it something else. They, they just Max, call it Max Payne 3. Because, okay, the Max, real Max Payne Max, 3. <laughs> 3.1. Okay. So there is there is Max Payne, Max Payne Two, The Fall of Max Payne, and Max Payne Three for real though. For real. <laughs> no. Okay. So yeah. No. That was my that, say. My thought was, if these things do well, they can do. They're probably going to be like, look, look how well it did. We have the story for three. Yeah. You know, yours can be in the multiverse version yeah. of your whatever. I don't give a fuck. Uh, um. Yeah, that was that was the one thing, Joe. Like same thing. I I thought was like, oh, let them do a Max Payne three, like a next. Would if they have a story to do that, that would be so awesome. I'm really excited because Remedy makes great third person fucking shooters. Yeah, but they're not just shooters. They do so much more. They they, you know, for those that played Control, there's a there's a you know. It doesn't matter whether it's just like noir action, uh, uh, supernatural elements like we've seen in Alan Wake, Control, which had that sci-fi supernatural. Mm-hmm. They know how to set the mood in a game. They know how to pace their games. They just do something that time after time, like they, they do it so well, but they keep doing it better. Yeah. You know, like Control. You know, I didn't even honestly. I didn't know Control one game was a year uh, through. I don't know wh- which uh, to what outlets it wanted, but like Control was fucking fantastic. Yeah, like I loved Control. I thought it was a fantastic game that just that you know blended a lot of different uh, genres together in one. And, and and at first glance, you could probably look at it and be like, "This doesn't look very deep." But then as you play it, you're like, "Oh shit, this is really cool." So, yeah, you know, then getting the opportunity to go back and redo, you know, what kind of put them on the map mm-hmm. initially is cool because you also know they're gonna they're going to they're not gonna phone it in. Yeah, at least you would, you know, right, you know, looking at it, you're like, yeah, they're not gonna do that. So, you know, can't wait for it. Yeah, um, I mean, this for when it comes to remakes. It being Remedy again, and they want to, you know, this is already sounding good. Remedy's doing it. They're doing it with their own engine. I mean, this is top. I mean, if we heard that Rockstar was doing remakes, we're like, ugh. All right. Well, they're just going to farm that shit out like they've done everything else. Because if they don't even care about their own franchise like Grand Theft Auto, 
Why would they give a fuck about Max Payne? Well, they are fart- but they with are them, Rem- <laughs> no, but Remedy was the one that went to them. But oh, if, really? if okay. yeah, Remedy went to them and said, "Hey, we want to do this," and Rockstar's like, "Awesome." But if Rockstar, let's say in a couple months or a year or down the road, they were like, "Hey, let's remake this." Like, who should do it? I don't know. Just you know, give it to the guys who gave the, the Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> give it to the guys who did the Grand Theft Auto trilogy remakes. That fucking bosh it. Who cares? You know how we feel about it. Let's just remake Grand Theft Auto. Five for well, PlayStation also Six. Look at it. I'm sure this is something that fell into their lap because I'm, I'm sure to it to it. Dude, you know they it did it. because Remedy came to them and That's then they were just like, like, "Oh, you're gonna, you're gonna, okay, we're gonna pay for this. You guys make it." And what I heard is, Rockstar's gonna get every. Okay, Rockstar's putting the money in, and Remedy is making it. They're doing these remakes, and they're not gonna get any money until Rockstar gets recouped the money that they spent. So basically, let's just say I'm going to throw a number out there and it's probably not even going to be the actual amount. Let's say $100 million. Probably not going to be that much. $100 million was total. Once that makes it and Rockstar gets what they spent already, then Remedy gets the rest of the money. Then they earn. But Remedy is literally just saying, well, you can recoup all your money. But you you know that uh, what? You know, I'm sure they worked that number out and whatever number they came down to, Remedy was like, "It's fucking Max Payne, and it's us." So they're like, "I'm sure they're fair. They're very confident that this game is going to recruit Rockstar's money and, you know, make Remedy a good, a good uh, chunk of change too." So like, yeah, you know, like you said, it did fall in their lap because I mean, who knows how it really goes outside of, you know, this kind of thing where the original developer comes and goes hey we want to do this you know because you're, you're probably right like Rockstar probably would be like you know what why don't we remake Max Payne and then they'll go you know but initially they'll be like there's no way Remedy wants to do this you know what I mean like they're probably they, like, dude they would need look Rockstar as a company would probably be like hey let's remake let's remake this license we own and uh, who can do it Th- these people boom who cares right for all we know, and again, I'm just speculating. For all we know, uh, maybe Remedy heard in the grapevine that, like, hey, you know, Rockstar's thinking about remaking one and two, and they're like, "Fuck, did you see the remakes for Trilogy? Shit, let's fu- let's just do this. We can't. That that's our. Or maybe baby. they're just like, hey, I have a feeling they're gonna fucking so. do it. I I hundred percent. I'll fucking. I gotta get. I gotta hit up Matt McMuscles and be like, dude, do a what happened? That's a, that's a, that's a <laughs> How's it romanticized? If I were to romanticize, I would have been like, then Rockstar, their heart grew ten times will, bigger, will, and they cared will, about everything that was part of their suit. Of making money to remake this game because only we can do it. It's romanticized. What happened, in my opinion, is it's simple. It's like yeah, but yeah. Remedy said, "Hey, we want to remake these games," yeah, which sure. did they happen. An opportunity. Uh huh. They, they saw an opportunity. Probably, probably never heard of. There, it probably wasn't there, but I mean, they were like, "Fuck it, let's remake it. It's a great game. It's mm-hmm. like, it's like, why not go back to what fucking killed it? And now we can make it ten times better, probably." So they went to it. My, my point being was was just saying like, whether it's Rockstar or anybody, like you go to remake a game like that, and you mm-hmm. look at a company like Remedy who's growing so much, yeah, and doing so many cool fucking things that like even if it wasn't Rockstar and it was someone else, you probably get those vibes of like. They're probably too busy to fucking do this. Like, do we even ask them? And it would be easier. It's 100% easier to just be like, eh, we'll just go to someone in-house because we don't want to have to deal with 
you know, you know whether a if they can even if they have time to make this game because we know they're making Max Payne, uh, not Max, but they're making Alan Wake two and Control was so successful. You know, Remedy's getting to that point where they can do whatever the fuck they want. But you here's know, here's the thing: Remedy cares about they, they care do. about their games because they went to Epic for Alan Wake. They got the license back from Microsoft and made the deal with Epic, they, right? And then they came and we were like, hey, Max Payne. Now, other companies, I'm just throwing this out there, like Insomniac, they, they, sorry, no, Naughty Dog, they don't own the license for yeah. Jack and Daxter. They don't want to do that. Well, actually, no, I meant Insomniac. They did Spyro. They did Crash. No, Naughty Dog. God damn it. It's because Spyro. Spyro, they did Spyro. Even Naughty Dog, they did Crash. They can't get those anymore, Right. They can't because Universal owns that those licenses for Spyro and Crash, and and the people who have made other Spyro and Crash games have done, with, especially with the remakes, have done a fantastic job. Fantastic job. But those are those are legacies they can't get a hold of. They would have to go out of their way. It, it, too much stuff. Remedy went out of their way for Alan Wake because they had a story to tell. They're going That's out of their way. Job to do Max Payne. So this is what's awesome. They didn't have to. They they could have just been oh, yeah. focusing on Max or sorry, Alan Wake. They could be focusing on doing another stuff. Maybe I'm sure they're focusing on, on an idea for a sequel to Control 2, right? Um but that Remedy has shown they care about their their totally series. Felt, this this totally created. felt in in uh in uh Rockstar's lap. Yeah. Like okay. Oh yeah, they they have to all they got to do is give is money. Like, this kind of thing, whether it was Rockstar or any other fucking company, any other publisher, this kind of shit doesn't happen. So it's like, of course, you know, whether it was Rockstar or anybody else, if you have a company that like Remedy, or just like uh, the like like you could not say Remedy, it's just like any company, like uh, X game becomes very popular, mm-hmm. and then the developer twenty years down the line is now that that developer is doing fantastic and doing these great great games. And then they just come back to developer, publisher that from then it was like, hey, we want to redo this. Like, who would fucking say, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're like, of course. Because, like, seriously, like, anyone in that situation, even if you wanted to remake that game, whether it was Rockstar or anybody else, would probably look internally and not go to the not go to uh, the original developer because of logistical issues. Just be like, well, fuck, you know, do they have time? Do they this? So, yeah, this is a situation where it all just fell in their lap and they're like sure and and i i, I wouldn't doubt that you know they were probably pretty uh, you know i don't know what the terms of the deal are but i'm sure rockstar probably you know well, i said the term probably, the terms were they recoup everything they spend sure, but so I mean, rockstar how much that, they're spending i'm mm-hmm. sure it's a good deal i'm sure it's a deal oh i'm not saying like, it's not that that's the yeah. deal is whatever they spend sure. whatever rockstar wants to give um, Remedy doesn't get anything until they get recouped their money. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a good that's deal. Rockstar doesn't have to do shit but spend money. You know? It's like, I, I have a feeling yeah. it's going to be a yeah. good deal for both of them. And I think, you know, just... Spend more know, for Remedy, dude. It's going to be... Because... You, know, you know, we're jumping uh-huh. the gun here. We haven't even... It hasn't even developed yet. But, like, you would think, just based off of who's doing it and what the title is and what, what, what they're remaking, you know, you can't not be excited about it. Yeah. So, you know, hopefully, uh huh. Like two years from now, we're going to be like, big trouble at Remedy. You know, like, <laughs> like Max, Max Payne, Payne has. Max Payne remake is in serious trouble. Like, in fuck, what happened? Yeah. 
Rockstar, they they changed the deal of the agreement, just like fucking Vader, and with with, with freaking uh, uh, Lando. That's what's gonna happen. Don't make me alter the deal. Okay, how much do you think, Joe Bethel, that a lot of this too maybe because right now with Control, we already know that a part of Control and Alan Wake is in the same type of universe. I wonder if they'll kind of do this with that too. That'd be cool. That'd be neat. Like not even like oh they're all gonna subtle. Oh, yeah. They're gonna end up getting together and do their own type of Infinity War Endgame. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm not yeah. saying that. Just like hey, nods to to, yeah, to that. Like, yeah. Uh, okay. Remedy. I know you listen to this podcast. I know this for a fact. Yeah. Remedy. All right. The fantastic Sam Lake, who is a creative director at Remedy Entertainment. He was the face for Max Payne. I thought he was going to be the face of Fantastic Sam. <laughs> the face of Fantastic Sam. He's the face of Max Payne. The Max Payne we loved from Max Payne 1, right? They changed it up in Max Payne 2. Max Payne. Understandable. Yeah. Right? I'm, I'm saying this right now. Remedy Games. Remedy Entertainment. Dude, you're, starting yeah. the, you're starting this right now. Beto has been training for this for 20 years yeah. we have Beto Esparza to be the new face of Max Payne yeah. for these remakes I've been making Max Payne faces since that shit came out I have the pictures <laughs> and the evidence and I have the ad with Max Payne with Beto on I, there he can be the new Max Payne now I want Wahlberg back Wahlberg. <laughs> watch there be a Wahlberg skin like once you beat the game you get the download <laughs> just kind of like the Batista thing I never watched the Max Payne movie did you Joe? I never did I never did either. It looked yeah. like, yeah, it looked like really shitty. Mm -hmm. It was like dragons or freaking fantastical birds. I, 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 all, I, all I remember Crows. was Mark Wahlberg, and then there was the hallucination, like an angel type Something of like thing. A, yeah. I never saw dragons, but I saw like, yeah, an that's angel right, thing. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Never yeah, cared just, to watch it, didn't it even bother so to watch it. And no one really talks about it anymore, so I'm pretty sure it wasn't that great. Yeah. Um, Hitman movie, the same thing. <laughs> Oh yeah, there was one. <laughs> Timothy Olyphant. So for both of you guys, what what do you guys? I mean, I loved Max Payne one and two. Uh, I know Bethel, you enjoyed them. Joe, I know you liked them too. I never finished the second one. No, I only played probably like thirty minutes. Second good. Yeah, it's right here. Um, what do you guys? What are you guys hoping? And what do you hope stays? And what do you hope changes? I'm wondering how the bullet time is gonna work. Because uh, I oh, mean, that's yeah. something like is it gonna hold up? Like I feel it might, but because uh, I mean. Outside of what Red Dead Redemption Two mm -hmm. uses it, kind of, but Max Payne was more like you could jump and then hit the bold time button. Yeah, it was more uh, actiony. Yeah, you know. slow yeah. motion. So I'm wondering. I mean, I'm pretty sure they'll make they'll be able to make that work, but I'm wondering how if it'll be if it'll be kind of cheesy now. Well, Qu Quantum Break kind of had a type of bullet time, right, Joe? Sure. I never got that far in it though. Again, yeah, another good game too. Yeah, the only reason I didn't get far in that was because I was super, I was really confused with the TV show aspect. Yeah, because I didn't want to miss anything. <laughs> like I wanted to, because I don't, I couldn't understand. Like, okay, how much until I watch an episode? Because I, I wanted to. I didn't not want to watch it. I just wanted to make sure everything aligned, so I wouldn't. It would nothing would be said that I wouldn't understand. That's, you know, that's like but, why I, I never watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer because <laughs> I don't know when to start watching Angel. That's uh, what, dude, that's what, that's what you, you should play. If you uh, get the chance, because it's it's on Game Pass. That's, it is. That's definitely like. Is the show on anywhere? Huh? Oh no, it's included, right? It's you, both. You yeah. have to. You can have the choice of downloading it too, uh, 
But see, that's the thing. I downloaded it too, and the game. Yeah. And it's a it's a big file, but that's the thing. I don't. It, I didn't know if it prompted you to like now you can watch the episode. Like that's the thing. I got confused. Yeah. I'm like. Is it after every level, or is it you like... You have to watch the episodes, is basically what happens. Does it... Okay, you went through it. it. Is it like, it'll tell me, hey, watch episode one right now? It doesn't even tell you to go and watch it. It, it. You play the game, and then it gets to certain points, and then it starts the episode. So once you get to a certain point, it plays the episode. So it's all... It's all combined. Yeah. It's one seamless experience, so you don't have to swap. You don't have to go and watch this. You don't have to do anything like that. You just play through the whole thing. How long are the episodes? Like thirty minutes or forty minutes? Um, twenty-two or forty-two? Probably, probably less. I mean, you know, twenty-five, maybe thirty, maybe maybe they get a little. I'd say probably around that that thirty. And a lot of them are just because uh, it got changed. Remember from what it was initially going to be, so they're not like hour-long things. But like, yeah, about thirty. 25-30 minutes probably and then the the there are points in the game where the things you do can alter the uh, the choices you make alter the, the TV show but the moments in the show mm-hmm. it's a fucking I actually it, it's uh, because of, you know I think because it was on the Xbox One and, and a lot of the shit that went down I felt like it was underrated I thought it was a really mm-hmm. cool thing I think the, I think what kind of and again I only I it was cool what I played I just got confused with the TV stuff and I didn't want to miss anything. Yeah. The thing I think that kind of sucks and it, it and what Microsoft was trying to do was ambitious and it just didn't pay off as we know now. Um, the idea of having the the Xbox Studio thing and adding all that stuff I think really hindered the development and everything that Remedy was trying to do. Because I remember who originally was supposed to be the protagonist, it completely changed to the the actor, the guy who played Iceman on, on X-Men. But I don't think it really affected too much on anything, but I think it just all that just like made such a mess to where I feel out of Remedy's catalog, and again, I, I haven't beaten it yet, I think it is the lowest one out of the best ones they had, but again, it's not the worst game ever, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, I want to get... not Now with this announcement, I kind of want to get through, through that... Um, it, it also is a game that because things changed, it went from being a game plus the TV show concurrently mm-hmm. to just a game with the show elements uh, put in that I feel like it could have been done better if there was a focused plan. Because I think, you know, like I said, what they were aiming for was way too fucking ambitious. If it had just been the game and then, you know, like cutscenes or like little episodes sprinkled in. I think it could have still been done much better, but I think just because of what happened in the development, it kind of just was like, well, this is the best this is what we're going to be able to do. Yeah. So. And Remedy is great at telling a story, yep. you know, in, in their own style, which for me, I'm really hoping they stick, which I think they will, but I'm really hoping they stick with the pulpy noir uh, of, of how Max Payne was. Yeah. And I kind of hope they, they kind of stick with the, the comic book panel style, but like, Maybe give do a little twist to make it more make it pop more. Um, I would like that to stay, but if it didn't, I wouldn't hate it. Yeah, man, there's just so much I would like to see, and this is this is gonna be so early. I'm pretty sure by the time we get these remakes, we'll be hearing news about PlayStation Six and the next Xbox or something. Or actually, no, we'll probably have these consoles for a bit longer. Actually, now that I think about it.
this week, um, I don't know. It was, it was something I was thinking about, and I kind of wanted to talk to you guys about it. Something that we usually always bring up on this show, especially when it comes to news topics, uh, events, or something that happened in the industry. Uh, it's always something that comes to fruition or 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 is a big topic. And I, I think it's something that we've dabbled in the past, here or there, but never really stuck to. Uh, Frito-Lay games, or what most people would call free-to-play games. Yeah. I wanted to ask both of you, and I'll go first with Bethel. Bethel, when you hear something like free to play, what's your first thought? And my first thought's like, I'm not gonna play this. Why? Because it's just it's 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 always a game that really doesn't interest me. Mm-hmm. Unless I mean, it's even though it wasn't, it felt like it was a free to play game uh, um, because we got it for free. Um, Rocket League. Uh-huh. That was only if, it, if there's something like that, I would definitely play that, but. Whenever it is a free-to-play game, a free-to-play game, I feel like it's usually a shooter that I'm really not into shooters at the moment. So mm. it's just something that doesn't interest me. Just just me, really. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Joe, when you hear free-to-play games, what's your thought? Yeah, same thing. You know what I mean? Like, it, they're... I see them as games that you tend to, that you generally have to grind in, that you're going to have to do a lot of... Um, you know, like microtransactions to get anywhere in. Um, Say it again, right? Like microtransactions. There you go. Michael transactions um, <laughs> to get anywhere in. Um, but like Beto said, occasionally something comes out that is a little that's at least you know fun to play initially. But like even the even the games that are fun to play initially, Rocket League being an exception because of how it was kind of done, like at the time, it it really wasn't it. Rocket League wasn't free to play initially when we played when we got it. It was a PlayStation Plus game, so it, it, yeah. had, it was a different thing. It, it evolved into a free to play thing. But um, you know, even with me, I you know, I look at a free to play game and free to free to play game, and even those that are fun, I'm always like, yeah, this is gonna be a short time thing. And yeah. I'm like, I'll enjoy it for a couple of weeks, and then it's gonna get to a point where I'm just gonna stop playing because I don't want to grind or I don't want to pay money to do something. So. They're always, I look at them as just either, you know, and probably to a degree, it's an almost unfair way to look at some of them because I'm sure there's a lot I've ever put into some of them and I shouldn't have that. Maybe I should give some of them more of a chance, but it's hard to, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I feel around the same way and I think that's what happens. The negative stereotype on free-to-play games is automatically negative. But how is something that we hear a name like Frito-Lay Games so negative if they're some of the top games played by a mar- a good margin of people. You got stuff like Fortnite, Brawlhalla, Apex Legends, all these type of games, even mobile games like Candy Crush, Castle Crashers, all this. You do hear that type of stuff like you were bringing up, Beto, the, the, the predatory aspect of microtransactions, you know? Where, where it's just asking you for money, like, hey, more money for more time, yeah. right? But you still have these other games like Fortnite, like Brawlhalla, which is huge. People spend so much time on them. We have a ne- negative aspect to it. But something that I'm actually really happy that you brought up, Bethel, Rocket League. Now, Rocket League isn't a free-to-play game, but in some ways, it's a free-to-start because it was something that you got free if you were a PlayStation Plus subscriber. Mm-hmm. 
you had that but look how awesome that did when we got it for free right it's a i would say it's a different realm of free to play free to start i would say and even something like the virtual fighter that came out it did really well for sega in the fighting game area where it even showed like whoa this might work why is it that something like that that was a free to start game and is a free to play game if something like rocket league was just rocket league but it was a free to play game but the only thing was cosmetics transactions would that still turn you off because it had that now you're not it's not going to have those predatory like you you have to grind to get more time to be able to play i'm talking about basic oh if you want to buy new car skins you can it's the only way you can get new skins but the rest of the game is free uh I mean, if it's a good game, it's gonna it's gonna be a good game. Like yeah. Rocket League's a it's a great game, uh, but if they like kind of did that, like trying to shove like those fucking Michael Trans Jacksons at your face, mm-hmm. like uh, it wouldn't be a big deal because it's a good enough game for that to be uh for them to to do that. Like I, if they did it, if they made it free originally, uh, I would be okay with it just because it's uh is that is that fun? Yeah, yeah. Um, what about for you, Joe? On that at that end. Something like a Rocket League that actually was a free-to-play game. Well, like, like again, it you know when 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 you get those ones that it tends to go better when you have a game that initially is com- that is converted to free from from whatever it was at its base to a free-to-play. You know, a lot of I, I noticed that that tends to work better, but you know. In a lot of cases, that's specific for that's that that happens to happen for games that are actually really good, but just don't have um, a high uh, a high what do you call it? Uh, it's just not a lot of people playing it, you know, for whatever reason. So sometimes they, they you, know, you make that switch over to free to play, but the, the thing that sucks about that sometimes is it's just it it. it uh, It changes the entire the way the game is a lot of in a lot of cases it changes the structure of the game. Unfortunately, in a lot of cases, even if it's a good game that you enjoy, and it just you know you get the implementation of the Michael Trent Jacksons and and a lot of you know even in games that you know they they, they change things to be a bit grindy uh, and and it just you know you know for better or for worse you know a lot of times for worse it just changes it. It does alter the experience. You can still have fun in a lot of those games, and Rocket League is a great example of that. But you know, it just—you know—they—they they gotta push DLC. You know, the DLC—they have to push the microtransactions, and it, that gets for me—it gets annoying. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's something we see in fucking every game. You know, and it's, and, that, and that's annoying too. But it feels so. It, they have to push that more so with um, free-to-play games and it it does change that experience even when it's a really good game so you still have those a $60 game still has DLC still has Which things is so fucked yeah and a free-to-play game has microtransactions good example Fortnite you can play the whole game and it's not locking anything from you you don't have to earn anything to keep playing all you're really doing is if you want to spend a battle pass money or whatever, it's basically just skins, right? Like to get special mm-hmm. skins. Yeah. But the main core gameplay isn't 
isn't affected whatsoever. It is just, hey, you want to look like Spider-Man? Here you go. Hey, you want to do this? Here you go. Nothing is really kept from you. Brawlhalla, another example. A lot of it is just skins. Gameplay still there. So those are the, some of the biggest games that still have a player base that are constantly playing. I guess what I'm saying is, is it just negative because of the name and because of what's come in the past? Because you still have these $60 games that are not only like free-to-play games, but even worse. They're charging you $60, but they're still trying to get more money out of you. FIFA, Madden to an exploit, you know? We just have a negative aspect to it because of the name. But if it's $60, you're okay with it. Not, I mean, not you. Worse. Like, you guys don't spend the money on Madden, but there's people who are fucking spending money. How's yeah, they, it any different? They, they pay $60 and then spend fucking thousands of dollars yeah. to play fucking Ultimate Team, which is just... But they're okay with it though. That's what's like. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. Oh, I'm not. <laughs> I have a coworker who told who, who got like who'll get FIFA, and he tells me, "Dude, I already spent three hundred this week. The first week, oh, the first man. fucking week." And all I could say was, oh, "All right," because I'm like, I'm not gonna judge him because yeah. that's his money. Yeah. But I'm just like, fuck. This is three hundred bucks. Yeah, dude, that's crazy. I feel yeah, like I, I I barely go into that many the Ultimate Team menu. <laughs> like I like I'm if I if I go into it now, it it'll still give me like some tutorial stuff because I'd never go into it. Yeah. I, 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 like in, in Ultimate Team Madden, I didn't even like. I played it in in last year's game. Yeah. Um, just as a diversion, I didn't even fucking touch it this year. Never even went into it. If I did go in it with my accident, accident yeah. it was like, get the fuck out of here. Because <laughs> I didn't want to. I just don't want to do that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like it, it, it's not okay. Yeah. However, I think a big part. And, and again, you're right. Like Fortnite and games like that, you can go in and play the game and have a good time. However, a big part I feel like of the Fortnite community and of the just how it is is all about what you have. It becomes like it's like the showing off, like what like fuck. Me like me and it becomes this whole thing where like, yes, even though you don't have to, if you want to be one of the cool kids. It always kind of seems to me like you gotta buy some shit. You gotta get the season pass. You gotta. You don't have to. Like, but like for like the people that play that shit all the time, you kind of do. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you're right though. You can like me and you could go in there uh-huh. and play for a fucking you know month or just be like yeah, I'm just gonna play the base game, right? Yeah. It's it's totally possible. All but I'm I, missing out on is I c- I don't look like Spider Man. I don't have I don't, John Wick skin. I don't have the John. <laughs> He's yeah, fucking with his base fucking gear. <laughs> I can't, I can't do this dance. You know, like, like that's basically <laughs> yeah. what I, I can't. You lose. They're all making fun of you, though, Jesse. Yeah, <laughs> you get bullied. I'm gonna cry. Yeah. Uh, but no, like, but it kind of feels like that. Like that, that is the case in, in, in a lot of those. Yeah. When it comes to that, now, not, not that's not necessarily all the way true. But you know, it's you know, Fortnite's designed for you to want to fucking like look cool. Yeah. And, and do cool fucking moves you know what I mean and that's why they add that shit in there cause it's like oh fuck that's cool oh I want that I mean isn't that the it's same as, as FIFA price. it's what you can get it's what you have what players you can earn in Ultimate Team I mean also like let's let's throw an example regardless of how well it did or not it's a better game for it now it's a, it, I mean it's a better game now than it was when it launched Street Fighter V or any type of fighting game you're still paying a technical season pass every year for new characters new levels new skins you know you're still playing if you're an early adopter you have $60 
and then you're paying $30 for a pack to get stages if anything separate costumes which still cost money I think someone did the math and if you wanted to buy every costume for Chun-Li I think you're spending about 200 bucks you know you 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 have these for fighting games too my thing is buy a stadium or buy buy a level to like the Mm -hmm. and that supported their Capcom tour or the fucking thing it's a cool level though (laughs) that stage is cool I'm not gonna lie that stage was nice it was like oh a Capcom theme park that will never happen you know but I mean like you say like is it any different but then like for me I fucking stopped playing because of it like not not because of that but because of like how what it ended up like kind of going that route it can also be done right don't get me wrong hey Killer Instinct had its own fucking version of shit and I loved that I thought that was fucking cool the way they did it you know it It was cool the way they did it and we talked a bit about it and you know what Uh, again we had said this in the past Killer Instinct was it's a great fucking game it sucks that it had to be in a console that just that launched in the in the way it did yeah. and so it didn't have that base that that player base there um maximilian talked a lot about this too he was talking about this and saying that but he said that's the advantages of stuff like game pass is that he could still go on there and find a match because there's even people who are starting to play it because yeah. it's all available oh, to them. yeah but in a way killer instinct was the first one to start doing that type of thing but what I didn't, the only thing I really thought sucked was you basically didn't have to spend any money. If you wanted to just buy one character, everything else was unlocked. As in, uh-huh. you paid for one character, but you only got it to use that one character. And But that's the thing. I didn't like that. Yeah. Because it's like, oh man, it rotates. Something like that. Because there's, there's a huge discussion right now when it comes to fighting games. About fighting games, and especially Maximilian has been talking a lot about this. Fighting games should go free to play and he's getting a lot of pushback from the community and people about it and he's like you're not understanding what i'm trying to say is is the the hurdle that a lot of games have especially a multi-type multiplayer type of game something like a, a fighter is community is building a community and a lot of the times what's the one thing if a new fighting game comes out like guilty gear the first thing someone says who might be interested is is it worth 60 dollars because someone's not going to invest $60 if they're not sure if the game's good or they can spend the time to get good. If fighting games could become that type of free-to-play thing, you're going to have that community. They're going to keep going. The game has to be good, of course. Right? But let's say they did adopt that type of thing and adopted Killer Instinct's rotating characters. Even even that, like something, again, I'm not saying this. that I'm co- coming up with this. Maximilian talked about it. And that type of thing, the roster should all be free. The only thing you should pay for, just like Fortnite, is skins. Well, skins or, and stuff like that. But like, or, I, no, because you then it's a disadvantage. If you don't have every character, like, there's a disadvantage. Where where um where Killer Instinct kind of got it right on both ends was offering the one character, right? Like that was alternating. You could do that. Or paying for the package deal of season one, which was twenty dollars, which is mm-hmm. a fucking market yeah. easier pill to swallow than saying, "Hey, should I pay seventy dollars for this fucking game or sixty dollars? Am I gonna like it?" Sixty dollars versus twenty is a much easier, uh, you know, like like uh, uh, value. It's a value you can look at that and be like, oh, "I'm not gonna miss much for twenty 
and I can play all these eight characters. And then, like, what I loved about that was like, like, it, then you build it that right. And let's say you enjoy it, you like it, cool. And then season two comes on, they're like, hey, it's twenty bucks for the next batch of characters. You're like, oh fuck yeah. And you know where it got to the point where that game, where after three seasons, you're like, "Fuck, there's a shit ton of characters in this game now." Like, where you, when you, you know, when you initially got the game, you're like, "This is kind of bare bones," a la Street Fighter Five, which initially was kind of bare, it was bare bones as well. But it wasn't that even that wasn't even sixty either, was it? Or was it? Yeah, I think it was sixty when it came out. Fuck, for some reason I thought it was forty. Maybe no. sixty. Okay. No, because if it was forty, we wouldn't have been as pissed off as Probably we were when that came Good out. Point. But yeah, but like, there you go. So you have like, you spend your $20 on a game like Killer Instinct or a fighting game, and you're like, okay, this is cool. You know, and it's like, it doesn't have a lot of, then like season two comes on, so some new game, but they're adding on another, you know, layer of characters, and you're like, fuck, okay, cool. So in that aspect, because it's been talked about, again, I'm not the one who's coming up with this, it's been talked about. The problem with that, not saying that it's a problem, but once you you keep characters behind the gate, you that community crumbles. It can't, sure. It, it, it does, because then it's disadvantage depending. It's different than Fortnite. Fortnite is just skins. Your character doesn't perform or do anything different. In a fighting game, what gets people into fighting games sometimes is just how characters look, how awesome they are. That's sure. the attraction of fighting games a lot of the times. And the yeah. gameplay. Gameplay is king, of course. But sometimes, dude, I remember when they talked about, oh, new Guilty Gear is coming out. I'm like, oh, okay, I liked Guilty Gear, but I wasn't in a rush to buy it. But when they showed that female character with that wolf kind of ghost that wrapped yeah. around her, I was like, I'm buying this fucking shit day one. <laughs> that day stuff, one. characters are an in. And even guest characters. I don't want to jump one. too much into the fighting thing because we could talk a lot about yeah. it. But but I'm just saying, like, as a base, like, there's a lot of things where things can become free to play. But there is that negative term when you hear that name. Like, even people are fighting that. No, if it's, if it's not worth 60, it's not... It, if it goes free to play, that means it's going to be less. How is it going to be less? I could be wrong here, but the one cool thing about that, going back to Killer Instinct, and again, I, me too, I don't want to just continue on this, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it was if you didn't buy Season 2 or Season 3 and just wanted to use your characters from Season fucking 1, you, you could continue to use those and play online, but it was almost like a free fucking advertisement for those other uh, seasons because yeah. you could play against other people who did have those characters and you could fucking, which I was like, yeah, that's fucking cool. Why wouldn't you allow someone to play against those characters? Because you want them to want those characters. So, I just think, I think uh, the way that, that, that uh, they did it with Killer Instinct was really, really cool. Yeah. It, it wasn't even really free. It, it was free to play to a degree. It was a different form of it. But you're right. It happened at a time where, you know, it was a it was a down period and that mm -hmm. sucked. But I feel like, all in all, I think it was a great uh, for Killer Instinct. It was a great way to. It was a great test run to see if something like that could work. Yeah. It, oh, they it did great. Do yeah. Terrible. Yeah. yeah and and, and yeah. you know, Game Pass was, you know Game Passes now now it, it renders it all moot. Anyone can play it. Um, but I think you know there are ways to do a quasi free-to-play version of something in fighting games in any game that can be done in a way where you know it's enjoyable and you know still you know monetarily you know beneficial to the company but you know for someone like me i'm always gonna have that biasness where i'm just like oh fuck yeah i don't want you know what i mean um 
real quick just to end the the thing on killer instinct yeah no killer instinct the, like this is that was kind of the starting the starting part of it and it was great they did so much again shit it sucked that it was on xbox not because it was xbox but just because how that console launched xbox one launched everyone knows it launched really bad and it sucks because a game as good as killer instinct suffered because of that which it should have been like one of the best things ever which it still is it doesn't lose that um the only thing i didn't like about I would never go back to that rotating thing is is the problem with that is what is it this week oh fuck it's not the character i want to try okay uh, i will play I'll wait, I'll wait till next week is it the next because they had a lot of characters and it's like okay it's not this week okay two weeks go by three weeks go by on the fourth week maybe it's there cool but i went three weeks not playing the game maybe i played a little bit here and there but that's the sure. only problem about you know waiting having to wait for the rotating characters and I'm pretty sure it took turns, or maybe it rotated like, oh, here's Rash again from fucking Battletoads. It's like, oh, he, he was like three weeks ago. What the fuck? Why is he again? Like, I want to play this other one. Like, why can't I try that? And then that could be the predatory, oh, well, just buy it if your character that you want isn't playable yet. And then how is that not as predatory as, as FIFA going, hey, hey, you want this Blair? You want this Cristiano hey, Ronaldo? Do you want it? He looking it's cute. good. I, I would I would argue that fucking buying those goddamn fucking packs of cards or loot boxes or whatever this is a hell of a lot more predatory than than the way that Keller Instinct was doing its thing. I get what you're saying, mm-hmm. but the fucking packs, man, where you don't know what you're gonna get and half the time you get shit, way more predatory and way more aimed at younger kids and just people fucking just like oh maybe you know I, I, I think a lot of it is younger thing. kids but I wouldn't be surprised if it's just like 50-50 more sure. adults and kids because just, too many adults I've heard that's to... a way more predatory way of doing things than yeah. the killer instinct having the one character because I mean yeah. it's, it's a little different so free to play we've talked about it a bit everything like that we see that both sides can be shitty and scummy why is it still such a negative thing for that name? Why is Frito-Lay still a bad term? When everything uses microtransactions, when everything is predatory. Companies aren't your friend and are trying to milk every last dime off of you. Now you guys, you guys play so much Madden. You're the small number of people, not small, but you are guys a number of people that that doesn't affect you. Right, and I think a lot of that has to do too with you guys grew up. We we grew up in a time where we weren't connected to the internet when we got our consoles, so you don't have that urge. But we also grew up in the '90s where it was like oh, baseball pack cards yeah. or X Men cards or old oh, car- sticker cards. Like we still had that 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 uh, uh, consumer consumption of like the next card, the next card. Basically, those FIFA packs weren't as different as getting fucking. Uh, uh, baseball cards or football cards or anything except stores had a limit where yeah. the internet don't have no limits. <laughs> you know, we, you you guys we are a different breed, but we still see it. Yeah, you know, and and I think we all can agree that there's there's people have done it the right way where free to play can be done well, but it's you know still what negative. A bad name, so huh? I honestly like I think why it has to carry such a negative connotation mobile games yeah because there's such a shit ton of mobile games that just were so fucking like free to play mobile games that are so bad that you know 
and and that good companies fucking like like we're not good, I wouldn't say good but big companies went out and just were just so fucking shitty about how they like Square Enix with some of the shit they put on the phone was fucking. You'll never see that shit on 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 console. No, they still no. fucking do it, they man. They'll char- they charge. They charge. They charge, dude. Not not the music one, but they'll still charge fucking mobile prices on Switch for some of their shit, okay, and it's see, ludicrous. Yeah, but yeah. also, like, I was looking forward to the Chocobo Racing that they announced. It came out a couple weeks ago, and like. I was looking forward to it because I was like, it's not going to be as good as Mario Kart 8, but I want to play some sort of kart game with cool, like, characters from fucking Final Fantasy. The Sonic one was free, dude. Yeah, but that was older. I'm talking about a new one. Uh, Chocobo Racing, which which actually I did download. I got to play that. But right off the bat, people who are looking for it, even the most hardcore Final Fantasy fans are like, this is a mobile game. They fucking say, hey, you can buy this to increase your time and do this. It's ba- it, Yeah, shit like that. And they're like, hey... You want to get Cloud Strife and you want to get Squall? Uh, you have this limited window, so uh, grind to get it, or you can just pay us. I want to say it was fucking forty dollars worth to unlock Cloud. So much bullshit on that that everyone was like, "This fucking sucks," right? But what did Square do that a lot of companies do? They sent out review codes. But they made sure to wait until reviews went up to turn on the microtransaction button for all that shit to work. So, uh, yeah. You know what? They're the worst. They fucking suck. Fucking Final Fantasy 15 <clears throat> bullshit. Sorry, Joe. I know you get mad when I talk bad about Final Fantasy and, and Square Enix. Wait, what? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I got in a tangent because once he's once he once Joe brought up Square, I knew what he was talking about, and I got fucking frustrated. <laughs> I got so fucking mad. But there's a lot, but they're not the only ones that put up shady shit, shitty games. You know, a, you know, free to play was fucking horde for a long time on mobile. Mm-hmm. And I think some some of the you know they they realized that they couldn't do that as much on the console. That's still done on console, but like some of the shit that was released on fucking mobile is pretty bad. Yeah. And, and I oh think yeah. That's where it started. That's where the whole well, it's free to play. It's like, oh god, it's fucking this or that, or you know. I mean, and also, I wonder how how much is it just people not wanting to? Because the only thing I could think of is Candy Crush. I never played it at all. But how much is 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 games like that, especially on mobile, like kind of people just not wanting to spend the time to either wait or or grind? But again, it's a forced wait. You know, they're forced. They're purposely trying to make you buy shit. They're, you know, but they're also casual. They're they're casual games with instant gratification. That when you get that gratification, it's like a drug. You know what I mean? So it's like you want that feeling. So people, after a while, once they start giving that to you, they they start to take it away, and people are like, okay, that's fine, because they just want to. They want that that gratification from playing that simplistic game or whatever it, it whatever it may be. You know, like my uh, my boss played. Well, my he's not my boss anymore, but he plays this mobile game that's like a fucking uh, oh God, it's like a card battler. It's basically one of those like it's it's turn based, but it's mm-hmm. it's hard to explain. Like a Hearthstone. It's on his phone, and it's like a magic 
but it's like you have your character. What's the animated. Witcher one? There's a oh, Witcher yeah, one. No, Glint, Glint, Glint. He's been playing it for a fucking long Glint. time. Where even he was like, and this is a guy that, you know, is, likes video games and gets into certain things, but I'd never think he'd be in this to the point where one day he was like, fuck, man, I'm the lead of this guild. Like, he didn't even want to be the lead of this guild. He ended up giving <laughs> it up, like, not long after, because he's like, I don't want to do this, but kind of got forced into it. But, like, I was like, what the fuck? Like, where any free chance, any free moment at work he had, I'd look over at him and he was fucking on it. Damn. And I'm like, holy shit. And I, I didn't even ask him the game. And I don't know what it was, but I was always like, and still to this day, like if I go by him, I'll be like, yeah, he's got to, I got to do my, my daily stuff. And I'm like, holy fuck. Like, he's <laughs> it four years, or not years, but four fucking at least a year. And, and I'm like, I, he's colorblind. So every so often he'll be like, hey, what's this? Because <laughs> he'll point at a character card. like, is this red or is this yellow? And then I'd be like, yeah, that's, that's this. He's like, fuck. All right. And then it's, it's just crazy. And it's like, yeah, it's like, so it's like, you know, it, they, it, they grab, they get their fucking claws on people, you mm-hmm. know, like they can. So, Beto, final words on free to play? Eh. <laughs> Joe, final words on free to play? Fuck ultimate team. <laughs> I think free to play could be done well. We've seen it done well with and again I've never really played Brawlhalla and um, Fortnite so it can be done well and whoever does it first whoever makes it where free to play doesn't become a negative word later on someone will abuse it so I don't think it'll ever not have that negative feel or name to it but it's, it's possible but will companies want to not try to pull every last dime out of your wallet doesn't seem that way but yeah if you guys uh want to know more about free to play fighting games uh, i recommend checking out maximilian dude on youtube he has some cool videos talking about it if you want to know more about that so uh that's what kind of got me interested in talking about free to play on this topic but also just free to play in general because we or i'm sorry free to lay in general because you know we talk about free to lay games all the time Anyway, uh, yeah, well, that's going to be it for this week. If you want to send us any questions, comments, or concerns, you can send it to us at thirdpartycontrolpodcast at gmail.com or our Instagram at thirdpartycontrolpodcast. Remember, it's Third Party Controller Podcast with a 3RD. Thanks for listening. I am your host, Jesse P.S. Lira, with the champion... Beto Esparza. And the loser... He's not the champion because he hasn't won a fucking title yet, but I mean, he did win the game. Mr. So. Loser? Anyways, uh, oh, you mean the two time def- huh? two time champion? Yeah. Yeah, Stormers. And we may not be as good as everyone else, but we kind of get the job done. Later. <laughs>
blocked me on Facebook a long time ago because uh, uh, when Street Fighter Cross Tekken came out, remember there was all that stuff that came out that they, they had the hidden characters? Uh-huh. Oh, the characters already in the disc, you just had to pay for it to unlock them. Uh-huh. And then after that, every post that they would make, no matter what it was, I'd be like, is this, is this on disc or is it, am I going to be able to <laughs> do it? Is it is on disc? Do I have to pay for it to unlock it? And I, every post that they put they, that they would post, I'd like, I'd, I'd just do a comment like that. Who's ready for uh, Evo this weekend? It's like, how do I how do I watch this? Is it on disc? Do I have to pay for that, or is it already unlocked? And they ended up blocking me because of that. <laughs> because every single post, I just bug them and just fucking make like, talk shit, and they ended up blocking me. <laughs>